Hello, welcome to Brain Garbage, Garbage for Your Brain. This is your host, Choo Choo, and today I have with me a special friend. His name's Adrian. Howdy. Yes, that's him. He is, well, I don't want to mention work into this, so he's a coworker, but he's also a friend. Less of a coworker because we don't really work together anymore. It's nice of you to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't work with you, though. We, we, we work adjacent. We work adjacent. I haven't worked with you in three years. That's painful. <laughs> I've cut you oh, off. Okay. I've cut you off as a coworker already. So yeah. that's over. Okay. That part's over. Yeah. We are coming into you from my car, so you may or may not hear road sounds like other cars. Yeah. Or raccoons. I don't know what's going on. Let's here. hope not raccoons. This area or people just walking around. So yeah. All right. So today we are here and we are going to discuss some male-female relationships. Mm -hmm. We don't know where it will go. I had no specific topic in mind like I usually do not. So here we are. Yeah. Um, I mean, being single in a pandemic in 2020, I think lends to a lot of interesting challenges. Um, right now, I'm personally currently trying to get... Uh, into a relationship as it were and I'm having some uh, issues um, I've been trying dating dating websites and doing the tinder as it were is, is that what the kids call it nowadays what are you talking about you're not that old it's t called tinder okay tinder. <laughs> okay and there, um, wait did you say black tinder th there is no black tinder it's just tinder okay <laughs> <laughs> wait sorry that was a bit aggressive and now you guys know I'm black actually I'm Scandinavian um, so the Tinder thing, yeah. So I've been I've been out of sight of Tinder. I was in a relationship for five years, and I've noticed a lot of changes. And I was kind of asking uh, maybe some advice or some tips or maybe some things I can do differently. So here goes. So um, we were having a discussion about some things women are looking for um, in the male department, and I find that in Women have a lot of demands nowadays. Um, they do. Well, what are some that you've been getting, though? Besides, like, from my own perspective, yes, I think I do have a lot of demands, but I want to hear it from a male perspective what okay. demands you think we have. Well, I think the expectations now, I think because, the, you know, let's face it, not let's face it, that sounds bad, but, you know, in today's society, women are very successful. A lot of women have very good jobs, high-paying jobs, especially in New York and, you know, in these areas. And I think they're yeah, they worked hard to get there, you know. Absolutely. All that suffrage. Yeah, suffrage. That's a good word. That, that's what it is. <laughs> I went to a museum. Word. Okay. <laughs> so you saw that word? Yes. Um, it's suffrage. A suffrage Museum. Okay, women's suffrage. Okay, so. All right. You know, but I feel like you know. So there's so it, it, Tinder has evolved, right? When I when I first met the girlfriend, I ended up with from Tinder. So for people who think then Tinder. Oh, was she from Tinder? Yeah, yeah. You oh, can I didn't find know that. you can find relationships on Tinder. Um, contrary to what people believe, and it was a very fruitful relationship, but be that as it may, it ended amicably. Now, the whole landscape has evolved, right? Mm -hmm. So, not only do people use Tinder for hookups or relationships, they're using it for networking. And oh. so, a lot of people have profiles that are somewhat directing you to their Instagram oh, or like to, to their Snapchat. Something. Or maybe to buy something. Like yeah, sir. or something. Um, you know what? Now that you mention it, I did see one girl that did have that, and I talked to her. Not not because I was inquiring about prices, but uh, you think she... that'd be like successful? Yeah, should absolutely. I, should I make a tender to sell feet pics? 
getting ready for all the weirdos that are going to be emailing you. Okay, but how much like per foot pick? We'll, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want my I want my Vic. Um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, so there are women that are soliciting, um, you know, like uh, business, and on top of once you get past that. I have what you would call um, a wounded animal radar, and there's a he lot of... He basically likes broken people. Okay. That's Your words, what it is. not mine. So uh, all you ladies out there who have, like, some emotional baggage, come at him. Yeah, you're really not ready to be in a relationship. I'm your guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to call me like, right now and let me <laughs> let me help you out. No, if but, you're uh, fucked up already, like, this is your man. <laughs> because it is kind of telling, right? Like, when you look at a person's description and the first thing they do is they tell you about all the things that they do not want, that's kind of a red flag to me. And so a lot of profiles will start with, I don't want fuckboys. I don't need kids. I'm looking for real men. Well, no, some people... Wait, what's wrong with that? Because that's aggressive. Like, like we get, like, that you're here because you're looking for a relationship, right? No, because not everyone's looking for a relationship. But, yeah, maybe they are looking for a relationship, but they maybe they really don't want a guy with kids or a guy who's a fuckboy. Yeah, but so I, I, I feel like that's kind of implied. That? You know? Like, I feel like if you have to say all that stuff out front then it's because you probably have dealt with that and then that just makes me believe that you, you're you on edge like looking out for that type of behavior uh-huh. and so if I try to talk to you you're not going to be talking to me for me you're going to be talking to me looking for those signs or lack thereof of said fuckboyism and you know it's just another gate to climb over from for, for, for a man looking for a woman I think okay you know? alright so that's such okay I never thought about it like that yeah because if you if you if you know so like for instance if I make a profile right if I put all this stuff about all the things I didn't want in a woman, no woman would ever ever message me. Because then they'd look at that and they'd be like, "Well, this guy just has like this laundry list of things that he doesn't want. <laughs> like, who does he? Who is he to make those those types of things?" Yeah, you got to meet them first and then decide you don't want them. Yeah, but objectively speaking, in society, women have the upper hand in these social interactions. Totally understand that. That's the rules of the game. Incels. Oh, I'm sorry. What are incels? Incels. Okay, that's great. You asked. That's uh, involuntarily celibate. It's a, it's a sect, uh, not to get too much into the weeds, but it's a sect of men who basically have determined through internet talking and gathering that not having sex means that women hate them and that some men are just inherently not able to get women, hence involuntarily celibate. Oh, and so they've I come see. up with a whole theory around it. So there's chads, guys who, like, you know, I guess lunks. Okay. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the 10% meat. of men who get 90% of the women. And they just sit online on Reddit and different places and they postulate about why this happens and why they hate women. But it's dangerous rhetoric because what happens is these guys fester and they just begin to hate women. And mm-hmm. they don't think about personal improvement or self-improvement. They just think, well, women are fucked up and this is why we right. can't get... I'm sorry, can I curse? I'm no, sorry. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, they've like, heard my other stuff. Phil, Phil, and Phil. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, they, they just look at women and, you know, they think, okay, well, you know, I can't get you not because I'm not good enough, but it's because the world has genetically made me unviable. And so I hate you for it. Yeah, it's like... Okay, I, I've seen that before. But it's hilarious because once they get sex and they have sex with someone then all that shit goes out the window it's like oh i didn't know that pussy was a cure-all well yeah it is like, oh my god <laughs> you, you'll, you'll you'll stop hating women once you've had sex with them. It's, it's so it seems do you know a lot of people like that me personally no but um i've then how do you know okay so um i don't know if you're familiar with pickup community no okay so 
Um, you know so many things. <laughs> I don't know so many things, but I, I, I have... I have veered into scumbag territory. So in the quest to find out how to talk to women and how to deal with women, right? Because no man has an inherent, ma- like, a, like, a, like a manual. Right. But some and men... No, and it's honestly impossible no, to yeah, learn. Absolutely. But there okay. is theories and there is tried and true social dynamics that you can take advantage of. Okay. Here comes pickup artists. Pickup artists were the early 2000s and late 90s version of basically like any hot guy walk up you ever seen hitch yeah so that's basically what hitch is based on it's like these guys who get together they talk about theory and social dynamics they study that stuff and then the thing about it is i feel like it attracts a certain type of woman and it only works on that type of woman and so invariably what ends up happening is you burn out because you realize those are the only types of women you can get with it because to call it trickery would be a misnomer but Essentially, it's playing on a woman's insecurities to make her, to give you the upper hand mm-hmm. in the social. So, I don't know if you ever heard of, like, what they call nagging or negative, like a backhanded compliment. I don't go on the internet a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, a backhanded compliment would be something like, oh, hmm, your nose kind of does a thing when you, when, when you talk. That's interesting. You know, and it makes a person a little self-conscious. And oh, for women yeah. who are very beautiful or who are, like, of high social standing... You tearing them down a notch before actually kind talking to them. brings you to their level. Absolutely. Or brings them down to your level. Absolutely. Oh, okay. That's And fine. so it works. And a lot of guys have used it kind of as a shortcut to learning social dynamics. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. So, not to get too into the weeds. But, yeah. So, I've gone down those avenues. I've read those kind of books. So, the opposite... There well, are books about this? There are books about this. Oh, my God. There are books on how to get women. So, to bring it back to the incel thing, there's something called the red pill. Okay. okay, I'm ready. So it's about, well, it's wrapped up in men's rights, but a lot of the theory enclosed in it is just about how uh, women are naturally looking for the the most suitable mate. You know, like they call it hypergamy. Like a woman, her nature is to look for the most value, high value man she can find. And so there's like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a derivative theory, of a pickup yeah. theory, yeah. But in understanding theory. these things should help you with getting a woman. It basically also tells a man, don't feel sorry for yourself. Work out. Become a better human being. Become a man of high value. Yeah. And like, then you can have get... Have something to offer, basically. Absolutely. And so once you have that, that shouldn't be a problem. Well, everybody wants that, though. Like, it's like, you don't want to date a girl who has nothing to offer, either. Yeah, but I think our standards as men... So... Or is it like lower? Not lower, but so for instance, I feel like a celebrity. If I was a millionaire and I met a girl who worked at Wendy's, okay, I wouldn't hold that against her. If I thought she was an awesome woman, I think I'd be totally receptive to her. Whereas yeah. a woman in the opposite position, if I was working at Wendy's, even if I had a great personality and I was hardworking and dedicated, you work at Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't you know. expect Beyonce to walk into Wendy's and be like. Hey, like I'm gonna date you now. I'm going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I may be like, the manager one day, girl. I like, am the manager. Uh, yeah. You know, I may be the manager. But but we get that. Like that's part of it. So to go back to what I was saying with with the Tinder stuff, women because I they're like Wendy's by the way. Nothing I, I against love Wendy's. Wendy's. Shout out they to Wendy's. have the best nuggets. They do have the best nuggets, and I used to work there actually. Oh, is that why you brought it up? Wow, that sounds that sounds so much like shameless promotion. They're not well, paying me for this. I'm just yeah, no one's paying me for anything. Wait, <laughs> I want to say I ate at Wendy's once and I bit into a nugget and a whole feather fucking came out. 
like a whole chicken feather. That sounds like lies to me. Anyway, it happened. Uh, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> you sure you weren't biting into something it else in the feather? It was a hard piece, and I thought it was a bone, and then it, I started pulling it, and it was the end of a whole feather. Oh. At the tip, it was a huge Well, ass. if Wendy's was going to pay us, they certainly aren't now. Thank you, uh, Choo Choo, for that. Uh, the <laughs> well, it's great. You guys use real chicken. Good job. Real chicken, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real, real, real chicken. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so back to the Tinder thing. So, yeah, so now when you come to Tinder... 2020 you have all this information you know about all these things as a man there's still more barriers now than five years ago because in my profile when i say hey i like this i like that mm -hmm. i like philosophical stuff but i'm a fun guy you do that doesn't register with girls i don't if because i don't have pictures with me you know, like going on vacations and I do those things, but I don't have pictures with me demonstrating that I have money. And I feel like at least in New York, everyone's pictures kind of sort of low key let a person know like I have money and I can travel. But I mean, I've only been on the dating apps for like maybe two weeks at most. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I haven't really been out there on the whole is it because it's like you've you've gotten a hit within two weeks or is it just you got tired of it just no it's just that i've been meeting people more like organically which mm. which again like i'm very grateful for but mm -hmm. but i did try the dating apps like out of curiosity as well mm -hmm. um and i noticed like everyone's profiles look exactly the same absolutely it's all traveling eating being a foodie um what else was there hiking is a big thing mm -hmm. amongst everyone working you know, out pictures working out and then having a dog yeah, or a cat if you're dog one of those very, people yeah so maybe it's really good that your profile is different this way it kind of stands out let me ask you what kind of guys hit you up did they did they talk to you like did they try to like like on your profile did they see you and they try to give you like a hey I think you look really interesting or I think you seem interesting or was it more like just a high it would be, be like, hey, it'd be like, hey, and then maybe a compliment or something on one of my photos, or maybe they'll try to say something witty. Mm. And then I'm going to be real, like, all my photos are like that, too. They're very generic. Mm. It's like traveling, eating. Okay. Maybe one of, sh like, one, I don't know, at hiking. Yeah, so we got cut off. So, yeah, so one of hiking. So my profile is also, like, very generic. So I'm sure I attract very generic men. Was anything like overtly sexual in nature when they contacted you? Um, no, not not so much. But again, I've only had a, like a very brief experience. It's usually like something witty or like a compliment, like something like a really PG compliment, like oh, like nice smile or something like that. So okay, I never had like like hey, suck my dick. Oh, I, I don't know if that's what men say to women. That's super aggro. Oh, okay. Some men do. Oh, okay. I mean, after we've went to Wendy's a few times. Hey, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ask all that because I always wonder what the other side of the wall is like mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Because I do know... Why don't you make a profile as a girl and... Well, a friend of mine's did that as oh, a social yeah? experiment. And he got like 40 hits in like two hours. Oh my God. Was like, he like a super hot girl? Yeah, he chose like, like some Google stock images of like women and apparently men did tell him to suck dick and other things of that nature well was his profile very provocative too because i think it depends on like your profile and like what kind of person you're trying to attract 
I feel like women get so if I were to do a pie and this is just me I don't have any information on this mm-hmm. this isn't aggregated but I feel like you're gonna get 60% wholesome I like you you look pretty cool mm-hmm. one of the mill comments right Right. 20% is going to be feelers, which is just like a hey to see if you're going to actually answer. Yeah. And the other 20% are going to be weird sex things like, hey, let me see your feet. Yeah. Well, I guess Yeah. my question is like, how much are you paying me? (laughs) (laughs) You're like a pirate about this. I Um, have nice feet and I'm ready to profit off of them. They're ready to go. But, you know, so, like, I feel like, but then also women get way more messages than guys do in general. Like, I agree. So, how do you stand out? You know, like, as a guy, unless you, because then it's funny, they'll say things like, I don't, if you have a picture with your shirt off. Don't message me. Don't message me. Yeah. Or if all your pictures are just you traveling places, don't message me. People say that? Yeah. Oh, my God. But I, I feel was... like that's counterintuitive because, like you said, everybody on there is basically demonstrating I have enough money to travel and do things. Well, you want to demonstrate, like, your Stability. best side. Your oh, best okay. side. Like, you're a fun person. You're stable. You maybe have a um, good career going on mm-hmm. for you. You know, you want you're, you want to demonstrate your fit. You know, you want to demonstrate your best side and put that forward because that's all people see. It's just a swipe of a finger. That's true. So um, you can't put like a crappy, garbage picture of you and then a shitty ass caption. I hate those captions that are like, "If you want to get to know me, just message me to find out." Like, yeah, no one's gonna do that. Well, unfortunately, the way Tinder works is I can't message you until you match me anyway. Oh. So. Women, I don't know if they just haven't upgraded their profile since the Middle Ages, but like saying that is kind of ridiculous because I can't say anything to you anyway unless you match me. Wait, why don't you use a different app? Well, I've tried other apps too, but it seems like most of the women that I would be interested in are on Tinder. Okay. Because I've tried Hinge. Well, how do I say this without sounding like a jerk? Just say Um, it. There's homelier women on the other apps. Like, women that I would only meet at 3 a.m. in a secluded place where people wouldn't be able to see them physically. Anyone that I know. Family, friends I've seen the other apps. What are you... What's wrong with you? I've been... I haven't been on Tinder, but I've been on Hinge. Um, well, if I gave you my phone and you looked through these... Maybe it's just the Tinge algorithm. They... Hmm. The Hinge... Tinge, I said Tinge. The Hinge algorithm. <laughs> like, they send me things that, like... And, uh, and it's not even about, like, a woman being a 9 or 10. Because I was telling you um, before... I feel like as a man at a certain point, you know, mid-20, mid to late 20s, you start to realize, okay, well, super hot and no substance equals less hot, whereas less hot, more substance equals more hot. Right. So wow, even if she... equation. Yeah. Even if she's like, you know, like a 10, like like a, like a, a LA 10, right? An LA 10 or New York 9, if you have a shitty personality, you become a three in all areas, whereas you could be a LA 6 or New York 7... And you have an awesome personality. Now you're a ten because guys want a woman that they can talk to, and that they can share their life with. Man, you know? I hate men. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. But but what's wrong? Be that with that you it's a well, yeah, but like so, like yeah, like like. But there is a sense of attraction because as much as we try to pretend or try to deviate from that, men are visual. 
right? Mm-hmm. And women, they say, are more cerebral. But you guys are visual, too. You like to look at something nice. You know, I think it's kind of unfair to always be like, oh, well, women don't really care about looks. They care but we care looks. less about looks. You care less Like, about we looks. will settle for someone who's less attractive but more stable. Yeah. And more, like... But we're willing... Stable in a different way, too. Like, not just, like, financially. But stable, mentally. But also, like, mentally stable and giving. Shut up, dog. Oh, man, that was going to hate me. No, but really, that dog's really loud. It's okay. Let's just... They're, like, fighting each other. Let's hope they'll stop soon. But, yeah. <laughs> but you were saying, like, like stable. But, so, yeah. But, to that point, for men, like, you don't have to be financially stable. Just personality stable. And if you're even remotely good looking and that doesn't even mean like extraordinarily just remotely good looking you could work at Wendy's we can work with that because we'll provide you as men since that's like our general role Wendy's doesn't want to be brought into this anymore (laughs) okay let's say she works at Chick-fil-a oh I like Chick-fil-a too I like it too they have nice lemonade the yeah let's say she works so I can work with that and that's fine with me but I feel like you know as a man coming onto a dating app like, you basically have to have a degree from Harvard and be ready to jettison all over the world. And obviously, this is a gross <laughs> overgeneralization, right? But yeah. essentially, there's, like, a million walls that I have to climb. And it's like, you know, people complain, women complain they can't find a good guy. But I feel like if you're going to cast your net, like, you have to be honest about what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, like, I have a friend, and, and she talks about it very brazenly. Like, look, I, I make a lot of money. I enjoy traveling. I want the same thing. And that's what she puts in her profile. I totally respect it. But don't give me this, you know, oh, I don't care about those things. But that's what you really care about. Yeah, I agree. I think they, honestly, if everyone was more straightforward like that, then maybe the matches would be more accurate and quicker. Yeah. But then what does it do for average dudes like me who don't have necessarily all of those things? They have average women, too. We, we always punch up. Um, <laughs> so so there's a study I don't remember what it was but basically men always want can so essentially a man will go for a woman that's two notches higher than he should actually go for because men's perceived value of themselves is always higher whereas a woman's always perceived value of herself is lower yes we do have those insecurities but without that we're dead in the water (laughs) like we won't have any chance at a very beautiful or like what we consider beautiful woman because we're visual we want to look at something at the end of the day i want to have kids with something i want to look at and i'm not being crass because all that other stuff is is important but i do think that for just like we talk about we talk about double standards we have to acknowledge like women especially in relationships like a man is a visual creature. Like, you never want to paint your nails. You never want to do anything with your hair. Uh, obviously, if you're busy and you're doing other stuff, that's important too. But then you can't get mad if the guy's, like, not interested in you or starts, to, like, the passion starts to wane. He has to do his job too, right? Like, there's things as a man I have to make you right. feel. Both people have to put in some sort of effort. Yeah, and it's just complicated to find that. And, you know, I'm a little bit older. I'm 37. I feel like I'm in a weird place where I'm too old for girls in their late 20s, early 30s. They think I'm just like, I'm like grandpa. You, and then late 20s might be kind of out of your range now. Maybe. To be completely straightforward. Maybe. But if I were 40, which for some reason, that's a sweet spot. For some reason, you'd become appealing to 20-year-old. Like, like not 20-year-old. Sorry, that sounds, that's too old. That's too young. Mid to late 20s women start looking at you again like oh he's distinguished oh he's very learned you know why don't you just say you're 40 well here's the thing like 
well, that's a lie. To well, I'm just saying it's better to lie older, right? No, it's not better to lie older. <laughs> Women don't lie to them that they're older unless well, they're doing saying, something if, super illegal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, like, like I just think like there's a weird, there's a weird dynamic with that where I just feel like you just there's certain things that your age says about you before you even get to say anything else, and you know, like, yeah. Well, that's because honestly, from again, this is very superficial. From a very superficial perspective, from my end, it's kind of like, okay, so you're, you know, in your late thirties now. Why? Not why are you in your late thirties? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doctor. Why Science. did you live this long? <laughs> it's like, why? I made it out the hood. Are you single? What is wrong with you? What yeah. happened to yeah. you? Yeah, and I think men and women have that problem, right, as they get older. Yeah. But the only issue with me is, and it's just a personal preference, mm-hmm. I think I want the, uh, I may not get a chance to have kids, mm-hmm. but I want the option. And the older a woman gets, the, the less likely she's going to want to try that because, yeah, there are complications as they get older. And so, you know, for me at least, I try to look, like, like I think 27 is a cutoff for me. So I look between 27 and 40. Um, well, I you you know nowadays people have less and less kids too, like especially our generation. Yeah, like people are having less kids since like you know women are out there in the working world. Mm-hmm. People do have kids later and later, like in their late thirties. I see mm-hmm. that a lot. That's true. So you know, I think I think even even with that, like as I look through Tinder and I look through my choices, um, I, I'm not opposed to dating someone who's older than me because essentially my whole life I've dated girls that are older than me. I think I've only had, out of maybe the eight or nine girls I've dated in my entire life, I've dated like maybe two people that were the same age or slightly younger than me. Everyone else has always been older than me. Oh, so wow. Why is that? I think, well, me personally, I skipped grades when I was a kid, when I was younger, so I've always been with an older crowd. And so mm-hmm. I think I've just always projected an older aura and... Those type of women tend to take the time to learn about me. Yeah. I mean, you are very mature for your age. Thank you. But now you're... Your age. Your age. <laughs> so, I guess now you're caught up to where yeah, you I've should caught up be. to where I should be. But I think at the time... See, that's another thing, too. Like, So, to go back to that whole thing of the Tinder, what we present on there is such a hard way to gauge if this person's cool. I mean, that's the whole idea behind it, right? Like, we make a flash judgment. And it works... But then I feel like because they're, they're, they're now five years removed from using it before, mm-hmm. there are like extra walls and extra standards that people have put up where even if we were going to meet, not to mention the pandemic, even if we were going to meet, I wouldn't get the chance to show you like what a good choice I'd be, or at least it's going to be harder to do so because I don't put the traveling stuff in my pictures. Like I'd rather tell you that or like talk to you about it versus just displaying that. And maybe I would have to do that if I wanted so to attract more people. So what pictures do you put? Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not one of those people, I'm not like a photo file. I don't have like a million pictures of myself. But I put a couple pictures of me out and about, like hanging out with a friend. I did, I did go to Japan last year. So I did put a couple pictures of me in Japan, but not necessarily saying, hey, I traveled. But just like, yeah, I've been to Japan. That's a, you know, well, story piece. Do you kind of want to hope that the person you meet, like, one, I guess, if you want to get someone out of your league, which you said, like, all men are aiming for. Mm-hmm. One, once you actually do get the chance to start talking to, to them, you really have to show them your personality and hope then hope that 
you form a connection that way. Mm. Um, but as for the profile, maybe you do need to revamp it only because in this digital age, like everyone's looking at those like very. I'm not saying they have to be like like influencer level or like you know they don't have to be like DSLR quality, but just take a nice picture of yourself smiling. That might be a stretch. So the why you don't <laughs> smile in your photos? You just stand there deadpanned. No, no. I just, so I do smile. So you know, like I think I'll, I'll show you after this. You let me know. But um, you know, they're, they're they're the best. Unfortunately, I need to. You, you're right. I think I probably just need to take more photos. Yeah, you need to revamp because that's all they see. That's true. That's the first thing they see, and then that's that's the, not first the first impression. Thing they see. Not to bring race into this, but I do think it's a good segue. But you're tall, which is good. I am. Tall and black. What's wrong with that? Oh, well, nothing. But there's another thing to go with that. So if you like women outside of your ethnicity, mm -hmm. right? Right. I feel like that's another level of difficulty I'm adding to myself. Yes, it is. And so as a black man, I have dated black women and Spanish women or people of color rather. But mm -hmm. lately, because of my surroundings... I've tend I tend to date Asian girls. Okay. Maybe. I've dated Asian women mostly. And you know, I think if you're trying to do the interracial thing, it adds another layer of difficulty to execute because you're 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 essentially shrinking shrinking your pool of people you're going to date. Yeah. You know, and while I am feeling offers or trying different types of women as well as Asian girls, I do feel like my preference always kind of veers back that way now because mm -hmm. you guys have similar interests. Yeah, and then for the past 10 years that's what I've been dating. So it's like I, I tell people like this, you don't fish for Alaskan salmon in the Mediterranean, right? Like I'm surrounded by that, so that's where my tastes have kind of shifted towards and so that's what I go after. But most of those, most of the good girls are taken. So that's... Well, yeah, you're 37 trying to find somebody. So most people are when taken. When you put it like that, it sounds horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to be like straight up. No, you're, you're totally, like, totally right. The yeah. older you get, the smaller and smaller your pool becomes. But then, you know, like I've seen and friends... And that sucks. That does suck. And I've seen friends who then essentially settle. So my question to you is, is... Am I just delaying the inevitable? Should I just, quote-unquote, settle? No. Okay, I, I appreciate no, that. No, you should not settle. You should never settle. You should... Even... I want to say, like, even if you're alone until you're 50... Knock on wood. Okay. I hope you're <laughs> not. Let's say... Knock on wood. Even if you're, like, alone until you're 50, like, it's better to be by yourself and happy than with somebody and unhappy that's true and i don't have time to play around so it's like i'm trying to even if i don't end up with you know because at the end of the day it's just a preference it does it's not a hard stop right but you know you just want to be with someone who you can get along with and who shares doesn't necessarily have to share all the same interests but just kind of aligned in your your goals or what you're trying to do with life you know the way we're talking now like i want someone or i would like to be with someone where I could do that, where I could talk like this mm -hmm. and have these kind of talks. But what I do find, so this is the thing I have to work out. So I was talking about pickup artists and all that stuff. Right. Socially, I feel like if I get past the initial barrier of you just seeing me for, for the surface person I am, big black guy, tall black guy, whatever. Right. 
you realize, oh, he's actually kind of, he knows about a bunch of stuff. He's actually kind of cool to talk to. Like, but to get yeah. to that point, I'm not good at. That's like a second stage or second level kind of thing. How do I get past that first stage of, I don't know what to expect here, to, oh, oh. Because that's where the, for me at least, that's where I feel like the attraction is going to come from. That's right. my bread and butter. Like, yeah, that's your, like, that's what you have to give. Yeah, so. I feel like most guys are like that. Yeah. And Tinder, it's kind of hard to display. Or just dating apps in general. It's hard to explain that to to people. And, you know, so when I have matched, says this Mm -hmm. next slide, right? When I have matched, I'm kind of not sure what the social exchange should be. So I will then reach out and, to your point, say something witty or just something, a little icebreaker. And sometimes we'll banter a couple of exchanges back and forth, and then she just stops talking. Okay. Well, it's because you're on a dating app, and she's not only talking to you, she's talking to several men. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to, and you know, I'm, I don't know if this is the same for you, but it's difficult to talk to multiple people at once when you're having the same conversation kind of mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. So women will tend to focus on one, like, the, their, you know, a couple, like one or two, mm-hmm. like their favorite people to talk to and see that how that goes. I mean that. So I you have probably, to keep in mind you're kind of competing against everyone on yeah. Tinder. But I wonder if is is so to the whole whether it's a one night stand or a relationship that you're looking for. Is it because I'm not escalating this from Tinder to some other avenue right away? You know, like so we banter back and forth, but I'm not like, hey, okay, so what's your phone number? Let's talk on the phone, or hey, like forget this. When is the next time you can meet so we can just go meet? I feel like. Do you feel like it's better to? meet right away and then just talk in person so i feel like because of the way things are not just me too but just you have to be mindful of how you come off to women and i'm always mindful of i don't want to ever come off as pushy or not giving her the option to say yes or no yeah and so it's not like i'm waiting for her to tell me what to do but at the same time i need more of a hint that okay i want to take this outside of the realm of Tinder because I've had that too where girls will just say straight up okay uh, I have WhatsApp I don't want to keep talking on this give me your phone number so we can talk on WhatsApp see that's good I feel like that means it's moving somewhere yeah like if that's what you want from me I feel like women should do that like you have to dictate the pace now what why don't you say it why don't you go like oh okay like do you want to text now instead or Uh well I've tried that and then they disappear but it could be what you're saying but I, then I would then question myself, like, maybe I tried to come too fast. Maybe she wanted to um, talk a little bit more and banter, make sure I'm not a crazy person before she decided to, you know, because you got to give me your number for that to happen, you know. And to me, that's like, I don't want you to feel like, oh, if I give my number, he's going to be blowing my phone up. That's not going to happen. But I'm sure that's happened to some women before. So it's just the point I'm trying to make is it's very hard to gauge sometimes what people want from you. Yeah. And, you know, unless you're, like, just taking wild swings at the fence and just be, like, every after, hey, how are you? Oh, you seem pretty cool. Listen, do you want to talk on this? Like, if I don't do that every time, then I feel like that... that... Well, listen, giving your number out is, like, very personal now because of the internet. Absolutely. Like, you can really trace people. You can find everything about them. Mm-hmm. And some advice that I would like to give you and, I guess, any other guy who's listening out there is you should be more private on social media. Mm. Okay. Because from, like, talking to my girlfriends and whatnot, women will stalk you 
before they will know everything about you before you even meet them like if they're remotely interested in you or just remotely not even like fully interested if they're even like a little curious they will stalk you they will find your Venmo history they Whoa. will find yeah don't don't get me started they'll find your Venmo history <laughs> they'll find what you why eat. is he buying cheesecakes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who is he Venmoing who like wow. where is he eating that's true I never yeah. thought of that they'll find your my Venmo's private everything I have is private it's good to know yeah they find your Venmo history, your Instagram, your Facebook, your LinkedIn. Anything you have online linked to your name, they will find and they will look at it. I know you guys can't see this, but she's staring at me very intensely. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> like, I never they, thought of that. So that could be a, a component, right? Like they, yeah, may, they may talk to me and then see already. my name and then go like see if they can find information on me and then be like, um, not interested. Yeah, just cut so off. you should hide. You should be more discreet, basically, with that's your good. online. That's a good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for online uh, history profile present present presentment is that the right word presence your online yeah your presence. online presence yeah. yeah you should definitely be more discreet about it just so like there's some sort of curiosity there like they they don't have to know that you you know ate Taco Bell four days ago like you know it's just things like that or I feel they, personally attacked go on yeah <laughs> like, like it's just. They, they'll know, like, oh, like, these are his parents, like, this is where... So, you can find all that online very easily. So, like, like I was... Like, I was, you'll know their history before you even have to tell them. So, so I, was, I was circling this with you earlier, but women can tell when a guy is really into them. Like, they, they can just, like, do you feel like you've always had this innate ability to tell, like, hey, this guy's into me? Let's say we're not talking online. Let's just say right. socially. Can you pick up on when guys are like, hey, like, eh, well, you know? I guess it depends on how obvious you're being. As so, what are some telltale signs? Because guys don't know this kind of stuff. We always look for this stuff on the internet. A little inside baseball. There's a million YouTube videos with millions of views. How to tell if she likes you. How to tell if she's attracted. How to tell the signs that. Man, you she... need to watch other things on YouTube. <laughs> so, this is the kind have, of stuff we They have we a watch. whole different world out there with other things. So, what are some signs that... Did you always know... So, any guy that you've ever dated, did you know beforehand that he liked you before he actually approached you in that fashion, or...? I would say most of the time, I do. So, you I, 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 I don't want to say, like, all the time, but I would say most of the time, I can tell when someone likes me or not. Mm. Most of the time. I... Sometimes it keeps you guessing because you're not really sure if they like you. If But this is only if you like them back that you're guessing, you mm. know? Um, and some signs that I see are like, okay, they're talking to you on a daily basis. They're asking like, how was your day? Oh, they're saying like, good morning and good night. I think that's something. It sounds like the relationship you have with your security guard at the place you work, if not necessarily a guy that's... I do say that to the security guard, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I better... And I do speak to him every day. Every day <laughs> he I does work. ask you how you're doing. Yeah, okay, but you know, <laughs> consistently. And, you know, maybe... Let's say you're interested too. Maybe you're talking back and forth. It's kind of like, okay. oh, like, what are you up to now? It's like you're keeping each other updated on your day. Mm. And you don't just do that with your friends, you know. So you what's don't something... just chat with your friends all day and be like, oh, today I'm going to go to Marshall's. Okay so, okay, so okay, so let's say that we've gotten to that point. You can tell I like you. Yeah. What can I do to mess it up? Oh, a lot. <laughs> like... <laughs> like, what's something that's surefire to be like, nope, I'm done, like for you at least. What's like a, like a no-go? Oh, 
not being chivalrous, I think, is really important. Not being polite to something that is a big turnoff is like when you're impolite to like waiters, mm. wait staff. Not something. Oh, and a lot of things that like girls notice is like re- they're really tiny, like not holding the door open. Even though I know it's 2020, I know the whole feminism thing, whatever. Anyways, but just being thoughtful. Yeah, just being thoughtful and considerate. So not like just like those tiny little things. Like they really do make a difference. Mm. Like um, even when my boyfriend like opens the car door for me, I'm genuinely grateful because no one people don't do that anymore it's like a little panache like yeah. no one puts that little extra sparkle yeah, it's on just it. a little tiny thing so and it goes a long way it really does so i think that's what you can do to make her feel like extra special that you are it doesn't have to be big like you don't have to send her like gifts or anything because honestly at some point at our age as you get older like there's nothing you can really buy anyone like anything you want you'll buy for yourself that's true Anything she wants, she already bought for herself. Mm. Like, she doesn't want anything from you. Just your attention, your and, compassion, and that's it. Really. And to put this in the reverse, what would you do to get a guy... Like, let's say you're attracted to somebody. What were some things you would do to let him know that, hey, I'm, I'm interested? She's never had to do this, folks. This is a world... <laughs> <laughs> this is a world record... You know, and you can't see her, but she is an attractive, objectively attractive woman. So this is another problem. Is what do I do? She's not going to figure this out by the end of this, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the problem. Guys are always coming to her. She I'm doesn't just... have to go hunting no! for It's fine, but you, you you probably don't have this problem because I, I feel like anyway, you know, you probably the type of guys that you would like, they would know that you like them, and you would kind of like. There wouldn't have to have to be this awkward exchange of, like, pleasantries and, you know, micro... Not aggressions, but micro-actions to let them know, like, hey, why don't you come over and talk to me more and, you know, invite me out somewhere. I feel like, you know, they'd kind of already be in your orbit. Yeah, I feel like the people that I'm attracted to are pretty straightforward Mm. as well. So if they do like me, they made that very clear. And if I like them back, then I also make it pretty Mm. clear. So then it just goes off from there. But if I don't like them back or like vice versa, then it just goes nowhere. So what Choo Choo just told me is there's no hope for me. So <laughs> go I'm teasing, I'm teasing. But yeah, like, you know, like me personally, I've, I've had, you know, I, I, I'd say I do okay with, with women, but it's just hard. And then guys, you know, with the pandemic, that is definitely another gloss that has been added to this whole thing because there are people who and rightfully so like they're like I don't want to meet in person I you know like I'd rather just do zoom meetings until this whole thing's over but guess what this thing isn't going to be over for at least another year so So, what does one do in the face of this whole pandemic okay so I actually saw some really cute stuff for pandemic dates Mm. like you can send pizza to her house I guess that would require you knowing her address. Yeah. You can find that out if you have her last name, As you've just illustrated to me, that people can take her name and uh, (laughs) look for her entire LinkedIn and Venmo history. Yeah, you can find out. You can find out a lot of stuff. Once you have someone's LinkedIn, you can find out where they work. You can find out a lot of stuff from there, just going off of that. Anyways. It's good to know. Okay, so send pizza. Send her food. Yeah, you can send her food. That's sweet, you know. And then you can you can order food yourself, and you can kind of have like a little Zoom date. You know, you can be on the phone. 
you can still do cute stuff together. Mm. You can go on Costco dates, mm. stock up on toilet paper together. Yeah. But then there's the physical part of us being social creatures, right? Like... Well, I wouldn't hug a random person. Would okay. you? I don't know. What's the What's the deal with that? What would you do? Like, if you met up with a random person that you met off Tinder during I mean, the after, pandemic, do you approach them? Do you touch them? I what's think the I'd deal? be okay. So, if let's say the prerequisite was the Zoom meetings or the online. Hey, you should meet- bring a forehead thermometer to all your dates. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's where we're at now. <laughs> um, do that service. Because some people will say, like, in their profile, which is kind of not hilarious but it's kind of sad they'll be like oh i'm co i've have antibodies oh my god yeah which is kind of like weird <laughs> you know like, in their profile i have antibodies and it's like okay thanks uh, that's thanks. that's pretty good that's like disclosing that I mean, you I'm have glad like that hiv you... you know yeah it's kind of like that but it's just more out there yeah except no one goes like by the way i have hiv yeah apparently also like in uh, like uh, a couple of friends of mine have told me um that like people with herpes like there's this particular number code uh-huh. and they will put it throughout their profile and I guess people who know it kind of lets everybody know like hey the people who know like what is I the herpes, herpes code I don't know the code like uh, so my friend he's he's gay uh-huh. and he frequents a lot of dating sites and hookup sites and stuff uh-huh. of that nature and he's like you know so they have different codes for like if you're HIV positive if you have herpes if you have these mm-hmm. things but if you don't want to go on one of the sites where it's like specifically for people with those things and mm-hmm. you're on like a grinder or a tinder or whatever right there are certain codes or things you can say that lets people that people in the know know oh okay well you have that or you have this wow there's so, some deep internet stuff yeah, that I, I don't he, know about. he blew my mind with that too cuz i was like i didn't know that i didn't know any of that stuff um, um if you find out these codes can you send me a list Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I just, just for my own knowledge, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> so you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I find it interesting. There, yeah, there are a lot of people have unique approaches to this whole COVID thing. So some people say I have antibodies. Some people say, well, unless you're okay with, you know, Zoom dates, don't bother contacting me. Sorry. Don't bother contacting me. Um, things like I don't intend on touching you ever until this whole thing's <laughs> over so don't even try you know like things like that so but do you just cut those people out completely or do you give that a shot or are you just no i mean i i, I will swipe right on some of those people but it just kind of begs the, the question like what are we doing here like if we're looking for i get that those things are important but then we have to do this like getting std tests before you know like i'll show you i'm have antibodies or don't have antibodies for COVID and then you show me and then if you're okay with that then we go from there or we take the temperature guns like you say but it's all these these little wrinkles that I haven't even come I haven't even begun to unravel that on top of just the social pressure of getting someone interested talking to them building rapport but not too much rapport till you feel like you know them you know them and then it doesn't work out there's no physical that's happened to me before where I had a girl we talked we built a rapport and we spoke for like almost a month before we physically met and then when i saw her in person i wasn't physically attracted to her and it just made things super awkward because she oh wow she had kind of catfished me and you so, kind of have to meet a little earlier than yeah that. yeah yeah so like i think there's got to be a, a the right temperature where it's like you know enough to not feel like i'm gonna be a stalker or a creep mm-hmm. but less then we have like this big connection that's going to be really super awkward if i don't have any physical attraction to you right 
Well, I'm thinking now with the pandemic, there should be a surge in, you know, online Well, I think once this stuff is users. over, man. Yeah? There's going to be a whole lot of people calling me daddy after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm kidding, folks, but not really. Um, the <laughs> mm, Okay. <laughs> no, but I do think there will be, because I do think people have realized in all this that it was fun and there was a million memes about being socially distant from people um, and voluntarily like I don't go out to parties or it'd be like a meme where it's like are you almost here and it's like you're still in bed yeah that's, and it was cool that to was be antisocial today. yeah <laughs> it was it's cool to be antisocial but somebody posited recently it's only cool to be antisocial when you when you have the option to be antisocial yeah and so I think people are learning now like shit I really do miss Going human out, contact so. and being out and being social so I do think as far away as the internet has pushed us inversely this whole pandemic thing is going to put us closer together when it's over if that makes sense yeah I agree I think there'll be a baby boom right after this is all done oh, because God. yeah I think people will be busting up shots uh, as soon as as soon as, <laughs> as soon as people are comfortable because yeah like bar like that whole going out and having drinks with someone and dancing that was lovely yeah you you realize how much how much fun that was now that you can't do any of that stuff yeah you know? i really do miss that as well yeah no but i'm saying there should be more activity on these dating apps because people don't haven't been going out you know so i'm assuming you'll get more people because mm. more people are joining and then for another another thing is they could be joining for the wrong reasons too you know just to add a boredom that's true that's true so and that's why you like things may not work out as well because they're not there to really they're just there to kill time they're there for like some sort of social interaction they're there for like company but they're not really there for the reason so there's there. the networking aspect right i'm gonna take you home oh, yeah there's the networking aspect there's also like so, to the train station yeah yeah <laughs> i got that I got, I got that loud and clear um no but there's the so so there's that aspect and then there's the other aspect of I don't know if you're familiar you wouldn't be familiar with this but there used to be a website called Backpage where yeah, I don't know that okay so that's where prostitutes and people who turn tricks for money would find their clients now okay. Backpage has been closed so people use Tinder for that and okay. so there are also that so there's prostitution there was networking mm-hmm. and then maybe there's people who want to actually meet somebody of meeting but I really feel like people who want... Okay, I'm no, nothing against Tinder and nothing against, like, Tinder relationships because I know, like, people do find it and they are the fortunate ones. But most people, when they, you think of Tinder, you don't think of finding a relationship on Tinder. That's why I'm saying maybe you should venture out to other apps like Coffee Meets Bagel. I know those are a lot of, like... That's a, There's a big Asian population yeah. there. Like, um, Hinge, uh, OkCupid, and I'm sure there's plenty of fish. Bumble. Yeah, I think I'll have to do that and then... Um, Just to see like what's out there. Yeah. Besides, because a lot of people aren't going to come to Tinder because they do associate it with hookups. That's true. Um, so yeah, if I want to find a woman of substance and not a woman of the night, I will have to then choose another uh, website. Yeah, another yeah. platform. But I do think I probably have to put up some nicer pictures or maybe to something that shows my personality more you know something that shows my personality more and hopefully i will find not just i mean because i haven't even gotten to base one with going out or even having an extended conversation with a person and it's kind of it's kind of sad i really do miss having you know talks and i mean i've never i've always been kind of a long relationshiper person 
I mean, it's not by choice, but it's just kind of how I, I guess, it's the kind of people I attract. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess it'll just take time. Like, a friend told me, I have to approach this like it's, like, a job. Like, I have to, like... It like, kind of is. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, like, fill out, you know, like, 10 to 15 profile, like, respond to 10 or 15 profiles a day and make sure you're matching oh, and talking sucks. to people. When you put it like that, it's very, like, it, <laughs> it sounds very mundane, it sounds tedious, it sounds like too much work for just to find some sort of companionship out there. Well, I mean, if, like, I think that's the name again. So part of me, you know, on top of just doing regular work, I have to then sit down when I get home or when I have free time and just say, okay, let me look at some profiles and see. And I'm also on Hinge. And Hinge, you know, like I said, it sends me. Well, I didn't say it here, but offline. Yes, when you I was did. Talking you there, said it here. I did say it here. You said they were ugly. I didn't say they were ugly. That's what you said. I just said that they're not the type of woman you'd necessarily want to date. Okay. You said they were ugly. Okay, that's. They're not <laughs> ugly. They're not ugly. I'm sure they're beautiful women on Hinge. On Hinge, on but the I haven't. Side. I haven't. Uh, encountered many <laughs> I mean you know it don't send me like what and I, and I don't put even though I said that I do have like a, 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 you know, a taste sounds horrible but I do like Asian Asian women right um, but I do I leave it open on all the apps I don't put like just Asian women right like I'm I'm, I'm open to everything it's not right. like a hard stop right right but even with that, like, it just sends me everything but, like, I, I've tried to filter it to that just to see what would happen, mm-hmm. and it'll send me, like, 30, 30 white women, an assortment of 30 white women, black women, Spanish mm-hmm. women, and everything but Asian. Maybe it is, like, it's time to try a new app. Yeah. It's time to revamp your pictures, try a new app, and just go out there with an open mind, and I think if everyone was as straightforward as you'd like them to be because I don't know how straightforward you are on these either so I can't speak for you but if everyone was just straightforward about what they want then things would go a lot quicker and people wouldn't be wasting their time because right now like we're just all wasting our time yeah I agree I think that's probably a good place to to start from so you know um yeah I'll come back and let you guys know how it goes well ladies and gentlemen well, maybe not the gentleman part. But ladies, if you guys know a lovely young Asian girl over the age of 27, for my friend Adrian here, you know. You know where to reach me. Yes. Right on uh, this. Thanks, thanks for that. And then we can do a blind dating episode. Oh, that one that ended well. That um, would the- be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No, thank you for... i let you guys know my progress. Wish me luck out there, guys. Thank you for being here, and you're a very eloquent speaker. It's nice of you I to just say. want to say that, and I'm not complimenting you because I have to, because I don't... I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> or do I? <laughs> All right. Well, this is Brain Garbage. Thank you for listening. What am I even saying? Thank you for listening to the garbage from my brain to yours. Until next time.